This is the Business Storytelling Show with Christoph Trapp. Name a top 20 storytelling podcast and a top 5% podcast globally, Christoph chats with thought leaders and experts to share tips and tricks that can help you tell your company's stories better to drive business results. Available wherever you listen to podcasts, live streamed on major social media channels, and part of the DB&A television network, available on most U.S. television sets and streaming on Roku and Amazon Fire. Here's Christoph with today's episode. Let's go. Let's go, business storytellers. Hey, how's everyone doing? Fist bump. Let's get today's episode going. Now, we want to talk about Flipboard. Flipboard Flipboard.com, previously known as an iPad app. They still have an iPad app, but you can also check them out at Flipboard.com. And I just looked at my metrics earlier here. And when you look at organic referrals on ChristophTrap.com, it's like number eight or number nine, something like that. But it's in the top 10 of referrals for traffic to my site. So this is why we're going to talk about this for today's episode. Because you know what? If I can get traffic from Flipboard.com, at the very least, you should think about it. Um, And of course, you know me, I don't have all the answers, but I got all the questions so I asked uh, head of communications at Flipboard to come on the show, Crystal Van Boom, and she's going to join me here, and we'll dive into that topic to find out how can you use Flipboard, why would you use it, how does it help, and we'll go from there. We'll see where the conversation leads us. Crystal, it's uh, great to have you on the show today. Really nice to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Absolutely. And we've been connected, I don't know, for years. And I don't know what prompted it. Maybe I was, I blogged about, you know, starting a Flipboard magazine, uh, which I need to update because it, it used to be the authentic storytelling project. And I finally decided that the product lifecycle of the authentic storytelling project has, it's done. We're done with it. Everything is now over at ChristophTrap.com, all the same content, et cetera, et cetera. So I got to think about that. But Tell us about Flipboard.com. What is it? Why do content strategists need to think about it? I almost said worry. We don't have to worry about it. But, uh, you know, why is it important to know about? Yeah, I mean, Flipboard, whether it's Flipboard.com or Flipboard, the app, the, um, the app on your phone or your iPad, is a place where you can get inspired and informed. Um, you can read up on anything that you're interested in, and you can also uh, watch videos. Um, but the really cool thing about Flipboard is that you can also curate uh, content. And curation, um, it's more it's it's needed more than ever because there's so much content out there. And curation lets you um, pick the best stories for your perspective or the best stories for the story you want to tell. So on Flipboard, millions of people uh, curate magazines that we we call magazines, and these are collections Mm -hmm. of stories. And uh, I know you yourself do this too, um, in support of your podcast um, or in support of your business. And that's what we see brands and um, and entrepreneurs do, is that they uh, curate stories um, in support of of their business goals. And that can can take all kinds of forms, and often it takes a, a... Kind of as a as a um, element in in their content marketing uh, strategy. And so what's interesting about the curation, and and I think that's where most of my referral traffic comes from. Now, there, you tell me if I'm wrong. I'm just I'm just looking in from the outside, right? So I'm guessing what's going on, what what I'm seeing. 
But there's really two types of curation, I think. One is like the automated, right? I'm, I'm blogging about social media and Flipboard decides, yep, this is interesting for social media. They flip me automatically into the social media magazine hashtag. You tell me what the right term is. And then we have people who curate and they say, oh, this article from Christoph is really interesting. And they flip it in their own magazine, I think, right? They can't flip it into the hashtag or whatever. Is that kind of how it works? Yeah, I mean, obviously it's a lot more complex than I just described. Um, One way to look at it is that Flipboard is like a layer cake of curation. There's algorithmic curation and there is Mm -hmm. uh, human curation that you and I can do. And there's also editorial curation that our team does. Um, we work with thousands of publishers and other content sources. We That, that includes um, creators on YouTube and bloggers and um, people like yourself who can connect um, their um, um, content sources through RSS to our platform. Um, and that creates kind of an automatic stream of content, if you will, or a feed of content. When I curate or you curate, you handpick stories and put them into your magazine and people can follow those magazines as well, which kind of sets up a feed for people who follow them. And then we have a topic engine and we have tens of thousands of topics identified. So when I talk about algorithms, they're quite different from the typical social media algorithm. Ours starts with understanding language, starts understa- starts with understanding what a story is about. So your stories about podcasting will not only end up in your own magazine about podcasting, but our um, topic or which shows up as a hashtag, you're right, um, podcasting will also surface that content. So even if you don't have any followers on Flipboard, your stories will still be discovered. And that's why it's a great uh, distribution platform for a lot of um, creators, writers, bloggers, um, podcasters like yourself. And that's always interesting because, you know, when people come talk to me and they say, well, how many followers do you have? Blah, 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 here and there and wherever. And I think it's really hard for people to wrap their head around that sometimes the number of followers doesn't matter. So on Flipboard, sure, you want followers. Yes, you want people to come back. Yes, you want people to find you. But at the end of the day, you may have four followers, but if you get flipped into, you know, or you're on the front page, I mean, I remember JT Ginter, who is one of my favorite travel writers. He would say, look, my travel stories on the front page of the travel magazine or or whatnot. And he got all kinds of traffic and he, you know, he wasn't even doing anything on Flipboard at the time. So certainly there is value. Amazon Live is very similar, quite frankly, you know, because you don't have to have a lot of followers to get a lot of people viewing it. So if you guys are all hung up on the follower count, when you talk to content people, just keep that in mind. It's not as simple as just saying I got whatever, 66,000 followers. Now, all right. So I'm convinced as it is. I hope everybody else is. But how do people get started? I mean, I know you said you just pull on the RSS feed, but is it really, is it, I mean, I have to set it up again. But I don't remember it being that easy. Now, I did it like four years ago, and I'm sure it's gotten a lot easier. But tell us, how do people start? Do they go to flipboard.com, sign up, and then what do they do? Yeah, I mean, anyone can can get started. Um, I would I would recommend downloading the app. That's a great way to get started, although you can do it on the web too. You download the app, you sign up, and the first thing you get asked is topics you're interested in. So what are your interests? And then you have basically a long list of things you can choose from. Now you're basically setting up your Flipboard with the things that you want to read. That means that you have a For You feed, 
and you're going to have separate feeds for everything you're interested in. And you can fine tune these, but maybe that's like a more an advanced thing you want to do later on where you personalize these topics and these feeds. But let's say you have a feed for content marketing and another one about um, bicycling, bicycling and another one about, with recipes. So that, that kind of gives you a sense of the range of topics you can see on Flipboard. Um, from there on, you see that um, each, each story that appears in your Flipboard has a plus sign on it. And with that plus sign, you can flip something into your magazine. And that's a very easy way to get started. Tap on that plus sign and the question that pops up is which magazine? If you don't have a magazine at that point, um, you can create one. You can also go to your profile and then um, uh, start with the magazine there. Uh, you can create your first magazine. There's no content in it yet, but you know, as you start to see stories that you like, you can flip them into your magazine. And these magazines have many, many use cases. Um, you can just save stuff for later for yourself. You can keep them private. Um, you can invite others to curate with you. You can share uh, content with team members. And as I said, you know, uh, you can use it for distribution of your own content. You can use them for content marketing. I see, you know, um, I've seen a psychologist curate stories about um, um, uh, happiness and uh, mental health. I've seen uh, uh, personal trainers curate stories about nutrition and exercises. I've seen chefs uh, curate recipes. Um, I mean, it, it, the, the use cases are endless, really, um, but that's the way to get started. It sounds so. So, really, what you have is, you know, this is one place where you can go and you can learn about the topics that you you want to learn about, right? So if I want to read about content marketing or market research or uh, consumer insights, very easy to do. And you know what? The iPad app, I, I mean, I think it's been around for... When when did Flipboard launch that? It's been a while, right? Correct. We launched in 2005. So it's been 11 years. Am I right? 2005? So 16 years? Oh, no, no. Hold on, hold on. Sorry. 2010. I'm confused. 2010. It's been 11. 11 years. So, um, you know, nothing is an overnight success. We know that. Um, but I, I do enjoy that. You go through there and you just check out what's going on. Now, to submit your RSS feed, I really, truly think that is one of the easiest way to get your content in front of people. And I know some of you guys hear me talk about this from time to time. But why do we do a live stream? Easy breezy. We're distributing this to all these different channels, right? Flipboard's a LinkedIn profile, my LinkedIn profile. We're going to put it on the DBNA television network. It's on Twitter. It's on Facebook, you know, and then it goes to the podcast channels, which is all RSS feed based. The amount of effort is relatively small. So if I push my RSS feed of uh, podcasts or articles to Flipboard, I mean, that can work. Um, that's pretty easy. But how do we set that up? Do you have to become a publisher or am I making that up? You're right. Um, we go to our publisher page where you can submit your RSS feed, um, and our publisher team will will vet that feed. Uh, feed um, that is kind of very specific about Flipboard that we um, we have a vetting system. Um, not every content can get onto Flipboard through an RSS feed. Now everyone can curate their content, and I would even um, encourage for anyone who has an RSS feed and kind of like. Have, it, have their content piped into Flipboard to still also curate. We see that that's really what drives um, more traffic. Uh, people can then seek out very specific content uh, specific to their interests. 
um, it, it's just it's, it's just more resonating with people uh, when it's hand curated, if you will. But obviously, to just you know get you started and have that content in there with the RSS, um, our publisher team will take a look. Just I think you go to about.flipboard.com/publishers uh, off the top of my head, um, and there you see uh, a link to how you can submit your RSS feed. And we add we add new publishers and content sources every day, um, and um, tomorrow you'll see a, a post from my uh, colleague um, Perry Mitter on our blog with uh, some really cool new additions. Awesome! And what's the blog address? That's also you know, flipboard. about about.flipboard.com slash blogs. Um, mm -hmm. We have three blogs. Uh, Inside Flipboard is our big consumer blog. That you know anyone that uses Flipboard, that's where we post everything um, that's new. Uh, whether it's new features and buttons and, and things you can do uh, with the app or with the site, but also um, new content initiatives, new partnerships, um, mm -hmm. you know, new use cases, uh, stories from our community. Um, also, we have our own podcast, so uh, you can read about our own podcast, The Art of Curation, there as well. Art of Curation. I didn't even know that. I'm going to have to subscribe. I want to write that down quickly so I don't forget. So we have William Jeffrey here on LinkedIn. I love Flipboard. That's awesome. And here, actually, Jeffrey uh, Jefferson Graham, sorry about that. He's sharing the link to the blog about.flipboard.com forward slash blog. Now, the one thing we kind of breezed through earlier a little bit here, Crystal, is that um, Jefferson said uh, it came out in 2010 which is also when the first iPad came out. So like right away you were on, on, on the board, on the board there. So that's um, awesome. William says he loves your podcast. That's awesome to hear. I think he's talking about your podcast, not my podcast, but well, well, I, have to, um, I, have to, I have to do some full disclosure here. Um, um, Will Jeffrey, um, he's an educator and he also uses Flipboard. Sure. It's a long-time user, and uh, he's taken it upon himself to make a podcast for educators about Flipboard, um, which is very awesome. cool. Yeah, awesome. I am definitely on the 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 bandwagon for podcasting, as I'm sure you are aware. Okay, so um, as I mentioned, I recently moved AuthenticStorytelling.net over to ChristophTrap.com. On the website, on the web development side works super easily as long as you have the right people doing the work, right? But I have to set up my new magazine. So I just did that while you were talking because, um, you know, because wow. um, why not? So basically all you do is to distribute your content, you go to settings. I think I did that right. No, maybe that wasn't it. Maybe it is. And then at the bottom here, it says um, publisher. So I, now I already, I just, I just applied. So that's why... Uh, it doesn't say that, but it says um, apply to become a publisher, and then I can submit my RSS feed. And that is really as easy as that is. And then, of course, your your team um, reviews it and you know determines whether or not they want me to be on there. I mean, easy easy enough. I did it while I was listening to you while you were talking and sharing your content. Uh, Tony asks, how do brands use Flipboard to amplify content? Yeah, um, in various ways. Um, I like to I like to talk about the peso model. I don't know if you remember when Jeannie Dittrich came out with that, but on Flipboard you can do um, paid, earned, 
shared and um, owned content. Um, as you know yourself, you have your podcast on Flipboard. So Flipboard, so it's a distribution vehicle. You can actually also upload um, photos from your from your phone to Flipboard. Um, you can pay to have some of your content distributed as well. Um, we have brands that um, sponsor content. Um, for instance, in our newsletters, um, they curate themselves, um, and our editorial team features content as well. Um, so um, the easiest way remains curating um, brands that have cool magazines like um, Sony um, for their um, alpha cameras, their the mirrorless cameras. They have awesome mag magazine on Flipboard. Um, Amazon Web Services is present on Flipboard. So companies that already are uh, creating their own content, content they, they kind of belong on Flipboard. It's, it's a great uh, distribution vehicle. It's a great way to sometimes repackage content. Um, hotels have travel guides. Um, and I've seen, I've seen whiskey brands making magazines with cocktail recipes. So there's lots of different ways uh, brands can get in on the action. You know, at the core, however, brands have to create valuable content. If you're not going to create any content, guess what? Don't amplify crap because it's not going to go anywhere on Flipboard, right? I mean, because it's it's hand curated. It's also, I mean, even the machines can figure that out at some point. Now, early on, and it's been a while that I noticed this, but sometimes content gets flipped into a category. And I'm like, how did it end up in this category? Like, you know, it was like Cedar Rapids. And yes, I'm in Cedar Rapids, but I, I hardly ever write about Cedar Rapids. Like it's a passing reference, maybe at most. Um, so what does Flipboard do to eliminate the sharing of crappy content? And what's your definition of crappy content? That's a very good question. Um, our CEO has written um, a great post on Medium about that um, in 2017, 2018. You know, we really have editorial standards um, and we use editorial judgment uh, when it comes to content. So um, what's important when it comes to editorial decision-making decision is that you have principles. And for instance, um, truth and accuracy is a very important one. Um, looking at whether sources um, um, attribute their stories to people, um, whether they issue corrections if you know they make an error. Those are all like journalistic principles that we also look at, even, even not just our editors, but also our engineers, our data teams, um, the people that write our algorithms, create um, the topic engine. Um, they definitely look at those kind of things to make sure that the the content that people see on Flipboard is, is trustworthy, is um, relevant to their interests. Um, we definitely use technology to understand what a story is about. And yes, and this is exactly what we talked about in the beginning, is that when you post a story, even if you don't have many followers, the story gets picked up because you might think your story is about podcasting, but if it's about you know, having your show in Cedar Rapids, then it's also maybe relevant for people who are interested in the topic Cedar Rapids. Um, and, and this is what's happening all the time. So our, our engines understand language and they, they then um, make sure that people are able to discover your stories in these other topics. And what's really 
cool also there is not just that they discover the story, there will be attribution there. So if, if the story ended up on Flipboard through your magazine or through your RSS feed, that will be um, um, displayed as well. So people can then discover you as a curator on Flipboard. Um, and, and tap on that and then discover maybe that you do, do that you have multiple magazines and dive into those as well. And, you know, I grew up as a journalist, of course, so I am I'm always ears and I, I love it when companies say, you know, journalistic principles um, and, you know, journalists are under fire currently, it seems like in the United States, especially. Uh, but there are standards, right, for what's a good story, what's what's true and you know what makes sense and the other thing that's interesting about you know when you when you categorize content into um i don't want to say the the wrong category but maybe not the main category in my mind right if i'm writing about podcasting and you put it into c rapids you know there is probably some reason why it's in there but it's like seo a good article should rank for more than one thing, right? If I'm if I file a four thousand word article on creativity, it shouldn't just ring for creativity. It sh there should be other things in there that people um, that people can um, you know find when they search for related topics. Now you mentioned the RSS feed. Now does that work? So I can distribute my podcast through an RSS, my written content. Um, there's probably other things that you can distribute through an RSS as well. I don't know if you can do video, maybe not, but um, can you do a magazine for everything that's available through an RSS or how does that work? Or is it mostly written content? Um, it also works for art, for video. Um, what's important though, is that you are the owner of that content. So you cannot put anyone's RSS feed in into a, uh, in, mm -hmm. into our request box if you will um so you have to be the owner or the author of a co of the content but we also uh, use rss to bring uh, video streams onto flipboard as well um, so we have a product called uh, flipboard TV, tv and that's kind of like integrated into all of flipboard so um certain topics have more video than others like uh, local news has a lot of video and that's also based on rss feeds Makes so much sense. And how many people, I don't know if you can share this or not, but how many people downloaded the app or how many users does Flipboard have? Well, we we have well over 100 million monthly active users worldwide. Yeah. And that's kind of the number we use publicly. Yeah, awesome. That is quite the number. So Jefferson says here, just add URLs from the web to create and feed magazines. But you can't, you have to own the content, right? So I couldn't create a magazine and say market research, Christoph's market research magazine, and then pull in everybody's content. Some I, I think what Jefferson is talking about is, um, yes, you can go on the web and uh, take any URL and put it into a magazine. And there's two ways of doing that, actually. Um, you can install the bookmarklet. Uh, when you go to our tools page, you can um, uh, install the bookmarklet on, in your browser or a, um, what is it, the Chrome extension. Um, you can also go to your profile where uh, on the web where you curate your uh, magazines and there's a, a bar and you put a URL and you just copy paste it in and it will turn it into a, a nice looking item story in your magazine. So that's an easy way to do it as well. But that, that does uh, require you to... Um, 
do it on a story by story basis or URL by URL basis. Well, and that makes sense. I mean, when you only want to share a specific story, and I think what you're talking about is the thing I was looking at earlier here, uh, right, right here. So this is um, a different version of what I set up earlier, Christoph's content corner. And then I can just go in here and add a link to an article, right? Is that what we're talking about? Exactly. That's what I was just trying to describe. And so instead of putting your whole website in, it's best to um, use story URL. So maybe a blog post or an episode of the of the um, podcast, um, you copy paste that in there and our um, system will resolve that link and turn it into a really cool looking um, kind of magazine-like version of, of the story. Especially when you flip through it on your phone, it looks really cool. And that's, I mean, that's always what's nice that it works. So basically right here, I just grabbed the latest article on ChristophTrap.com and then you just flip it in there. And that's an easy way. So even if you're not a publisher, even if you're not approved as a publisher, this is an easy way to just start because anybody can just do that. Exactly. Exactly. Um, now, I'm always, we talk about um, the effort of time anything takes. And me copying and pasting links does take time. Tell me in, in the last minute here, Convince me, I mean, I'm convinced, but convince all the people who say that takes too much time, Christoph, because they hear me talk about it all the time, how much stuff, how long stuff takes. Why is it worth to add this to my workflow, to add the content to um, to a magazine like this? I think you started your show with that when you said that we're in the top 10 of traffic drivers uh, to your site. Um you know, when I look at the numbers that um, Chartbeat or Parsley put out, um, oftentimes Flipboard is tied with Twitter as a number three or four uh, as a traffic driver. Our audience obviously is smaller, but our audience is um, very, um, spending a lot of time. They come with intention. They want to engage with the content. Um, and so that's why you see people that come to Flipboard or through Flipboard uh, really engage with your content. So I'd say if you can share a link on Twitter, why not also on, on the, or any other social platform, why not also on the Flipboard? Why not just add it? doesn't take too much time. Um, and certainly you got to figure out the images a little bit. Like this image didn't come over exactly the way I would have liked. Um, but that's, you know, that's something to consider on any network. Um, Crystal, it was so nice to have on the show. Thank you so much for the overview um, of Flipboard and what Flipboard does. Um Definitely, definitely appreciate that. And let's see here. We have one last comment. William actually says, definitely the top driver of traffic traffic to my website. So, um, and Jefferson says, same for my newsletter. So that's always exciting to see. Hey, thanks for joining me today. Really appreciate your insights. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. That's a wrap. Thanks for tuning in. Please rate and review our show on your favorite podcast channels. And don't forget to share this episode with your networks. We appreciate you. Until next time, let the best stories win.